Hey, what's going on? It is episode 243 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So another year went by. We didn't talk about it. I know you went because I saw the pictures. I went. uh, Daddy-daughter dance 2020. And um, I know we'll probably cover some of the the same concepts we cover every year when we talk about this. But I (laughs) feel like every year it's we should take the time to honor the tradition of the daddy-daughter dance. And... uh, our, yeah. our our individual experiences. I I will tell you that the daddy daughter dance that I go to, same place, put on by the same people here, um, never changes. Same DJ, same uh, you know, shtick in the front with the the you know the the one dollar necklace and the 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 light up. It's like um, you know, stuff you get at ice capades. Oh yeah, different cups that light up. No, I up went and, to yours last year. It was, right, there was a lot of punch ups there. There was yeah. a lot of stuff you get. I, I remember last year I bought a necklace four different times. Well, I bought it and it broke four times with it. The, the daddy daughter dance is two hours yeah. and they're just like, Oh, just take another one. Just take another one. And I'm like, just have it. Yeah. But you all, they don't understand that if you give a, if you buy one and it breaks, that's 10 minutes of crying. Oh, we'll take you to the, no, no, we'll, we'll go. I'm sure they'll give us a new. And then it happens again <laughs> three yeah. more times, you know? So that's yeah. a, that's a problem for me. But, um, I realized this year I, I used the term DJ earlier, and I, that's really loose because this guy, in my opinion, from what I saw, um, in order to be a DJ, you you have a mixing board so you can transfer between one song and another song and cue other stuff up. And You have to jockey the discs. Right. I believe that this guy, I didn't pull back the full curtain and take a closer look, but just play, had a CD, two hours worth of music, Timed out for when he was going to do. He's been doing this for so long. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to drag all my equipment out there. Yeah. I got a, I got an old uh, Walkman or Discman. Yeah. I'm going to just plug it in and we're going to go. Uh, because as I told you before, I I don't like Butterfly Kisses. I don't like these song these sad daddy da- no. daddy daughter songs that they're going to play. But my daughter wanted to play a, a Luke Combs song, which is in that same vein. And he's like, yeah, we'll see if we can get to it. It's like. You could easily get to it because no one's no one's keeping tabs on what you got going on. Yeah, yeah. And I saw several other girls making requests, and he was like, "Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll try to we'll try to get it in there." Dude, I had that happen at the roller rink last week. I was like, "Hey, my daughter loves Taylor Swift. Can you just which one?" I was like, "I just play this one." I I mentioned one, and uh, he's like, "All right, cool." We skated for like forty five minutes. And I'm like, what's going on? You tell me you had 45 minutes <laughs> worth of requests at a skating Like, you couldn't make... He had... Boy, he's such an artist. He's like, that doesn't go with this. I have to, I have to work my way to that genre. Yeah, he's playing, like, Migos and all this trap music. And I'm like, you couldn't just, just put one in? It was so weird. And my daughter was like, why didn't you play it? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm about to strangle him. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. So at the Danny Daughter Dance, I feel like part of it is it's, it's Daughter Day, right? It's... When you guys go, boy, oh boy, um, is it daughter day. So I feel like that's the easiest thing to do. Uh, you can't get crazy. I mean, the guy managed to have Baby Shark in there, so I'm like, you know, you can't do any. Maybe he any just other... had his cell phone hooked up to the thing, and it was like a Spotify playlist. No, because it looked like, I, I could tell he sort of had like a deck set up, but it was, it, he did have a mixer because at one point. It was cardboard. Uh, and this is something that they do every year too, which is the dads versus daughter dance off. That no dad, there's usually one or two yeah. that 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 are just gonna say, yeah, "We'll we'll bite the bullet <laughs> on this one." Remember, there's always a couple of guys. But 
and they go hard. The Hula, and they go the Hula hard. Is their daughter more contest. Yeah, but all the other dads are trying to get to the back of the room as fast as it's. It's like if when you go to a seminar, like the the back row fills up first. It's like every time shouldn't even have a back row. They should just put two front rows. Yeah. Uh, same thing happens here. They create a, uh, I don't know, like a hallway, right, or, or a, a space between the, the girls on one side, boys on the other, and it's like a sixth grade dance. Uh, nobody, nobody can get, can get in between. And yeah. The girls they play a, a, a wild song where the girls are just dancing completely erratically, and then the dad they play YMCA, which isn't really funny because the dads of this era are. In their 20s. I mean, I'm an old dad, I, I believe, at this point. Or I'm probably on the top edge. You're not one of the young girls. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And those people don't know YMC. I mean, they know it, but it's not like something that's... You know what I mean? In my era, I would have been like, okay, that's age-appropriate for my dad. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous. It's, it's, but I've no, only seen that done at yours, and uh, I didn't care for it one bit. Well, the funny thing is, it went on five or six different times where the guy kept going. He's like, "Come on, dads, come on!" It's like you see, they're not, they're not going for it. Establish that the girls are the winners. Let's move on to the next thing. And you could have wedged in my Luke Combs song. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And then they do a raffle. Where they stay, they call off all these little girls. They, they stop for ten minutes of the dancing, and they call and they have these the, the, you know these little garbage prizes you can get at a, a Dollar General or whatnot. But they don't realize how much stress this puts on the dad because, you know, we went with a bunch of our neighbors who have kids the same age, and I'm I'm praying. I was telling my one neighbor, I was doing like the, uh, what's the thing that goes beep boop boop beep boop boop, and you no whammy, no whammy. I was I was basically Pressure calling luck. out. That Pressure I was luck. saying his daughter's name, hoping they would not call hers. I knew we don't have that kind of luck, so I'm like, please just don't call his either. Yeah. I want your daughter to lose too. Both of you them. You have to understand. Yeah. And uh, he 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 understood, so that was all good. But my feeling is, is like if you're not giving a present to everyone, you have a room full of little girls, little boys, little girls. Who does a raffle Take of your little pick. kids? It's stupid. It's it just stupid it's though. you know it's not going to work out well. But how did your daddy daughter dance go? I want to talk about yours some more. Okay, go ahead. You guys go so big that I, I'm 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 worried about you guys. <laughs> I'm worried for you guys. It, well, they had I'm to make wor- it two days now because one day sells out, so they they make it. It's like when they add a concert to <sighs> Billy Joel and, and Elton John. This is classic, just ruining things for no reason, like on purpose. Like we're doing this to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like you guys. By the time they get to prom, it's going to have to be a week long affair. They're going to need a new outfit for every day. Well, like, we we did limo a limo what, last year. Yeah, did we didn't do, do that this year. No, <laughs> but you, but you guys set it up like prom. I saw group photos with all the oh, dads yeah. and all the kids. That's another thing. Don't you think? Like, what's the benefit of that? Well, let me just say this: you know enough about me to know that that was not <laughs> I know my design, and it was not my idea. And and this becomes another argument between me and uh, my wife, where she's like, "Hey." All the dads are getting together, and I'm like, why do I need a picture of this guy? Why do I need a picture of this guy and his kid? I could care less. I'm never going to look at well, it. Like I don't want anything to do with it. They're your dates, but they're not your dates. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Once but, you but, start getting too fancy, it gets and here, listen, it neighbor, gets questionable about what the F's going on. Any, any neighbors that are listening <laughs> understand this. I don't disparage you taking a picture with your daughter and, and you and all that, but I don't need to be in it. I, I, you know, I could see if I want to go next door or, or across the street or wherever. I, I don't need. Why not just like, when oh, you well, get all to the, the dance? Just take the, a group picture. Because of the moms didn't trust 
that the dads would make sure the girls were all corralled together. I, that's It always comes down to the moms, like we've seen in all these commercials and media over the last you know 10 or so years, especially in the 2000s, where it's like, dad's an idiot. Yeah, He can't wash dishes. He can't let the dog out. He can't change a diaper. He's putting the diaper on the baby's head. God, for like, blood, blah, blah, blah. God forbid something's in the oven or the blender. Right. So this is what it comes down to. The moms all are getting together, and they're just like, no, you'll do it. We'll have a nice picture, and it'll be fine, and all the girls. It's like, fine, get them together, but why do we need the dads in the background? Do you guys have a photo? Or you take an actual photo when you go? You don't, do you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, really remember that. Photo. I didn't remember that. Because I went to the Highland one, and every year, I would just say this, charge me five bucks more, please. Just charge me five more dollars for my ticket and and, and have some more photographers. <laughs> you get there, the kids have been waiting all day to go. You finally get there, and immediately, unless you want to spend the entire night, immediately you get in line. So you got a girl who's can't wait to find her friends and run around and dance. She immediately has to stand still in line for like 35 minutes. Right. It's crazy. And the dance is two hours long. The dance is two hours long, so you're going to spend a third of it in that line, right. maybe half of it. And that's not even... We had, had two photographers. They had, well, they had they two photographers, enough. too, but just not enough. Yeah. You're still 30. See, what we do is... Like, if though, tickets are 20, call it 25. Call it 30, but but don't but don't ruin, don't make it awful. Your daughter's only a year younger than mine, right? So just I think so, yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. So what we do now is the dads stand in line, and we just tell the daughters, like, hey, just keep an eye on us, watch as we move forward, and then just join us back. So they can go dance with oh, the girls. This isn't so a sort of strategy. It's like down oh. the hall. Yeah, no, that's no good. No, it was, it was, and we went and we had a good time, but it's so funny because for the second year in a row, my wife was busy, my wife was busy doing something and I was like, I need you. She was leaving. She was taking my son to the fun fair and they were on the same night. So I said, I'll go to daily daughter dance. You go to the fun fair. My wife does hair for a living. I Give me, you know, my, my daughter takes a bath. I, I brush her hair. I get her ready. And I go, okay, you got to do like the cool, you got to do her hair. You got to make her look nice for this thing. And she's like, oh no, no, we're going to the fun fair. I'm like, this is, this is what you do. Right. Like this is your area of expertise. She's like, yeah. And I was like, put a ponytail in it or something. So I just, it's not a huge deal, but like, can you imagine it being your profession? And then when it comes time to do it on your own kid, you're like, yep, I'm hitting the road. So it just hung down. My daughter had a nice dress. We went. She found her best friend, and I hung out with her best friend's dad for an hour and a half. I will say this. My wife is a nurse and not a hairdresser. However, uh, I was sick. Sunday, I got violently ill about 1.30 in the afternoon, and that lasted like until about 8.30 that night I was throwing up. And then I, it took me an entire Oof. day for my kidneys to recuperate because it felt like Damn. I've been boxed by a kangaroo in the I didn't back. know you got it. You caught it too, huh? Yeah, so I would ask. I'm like telling my, my wife that I'm not feeling well, and she's like, oh, I'm sure you're fine. It's like, but you're a nurse. Can you come check me? Is <laughs> yeah. there more you? And she sends my 8-year-old daughter to go up and get a, the the, uh, the 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 thermometer, you know, it goes on your forehead, and she's like, eh, take your dad's temperature. You're like, like, you no, take the look, temperature. Look at my tonsils or something. <laughs> do something. But you do it. Yeah. You do it. I, I, so, yeah, I feel your pain for sure. Yeah. But it was cool. I hung out with my uh, daughter's friend's dad for like an hour and a half. Every once in a while, they would show up and they would be like, "Hey, I want a cupcake," and then they'd eat and then they'd take off again. So it was you cool. You did no dancing. We did like no, no, not really. Really, like, before her friend got there, we danced around for like ten minutes and messed around. But after that, they, she didn't want to dance. She doesn't care about the dance. Yeah, I don't know if yours did. Yeah, they, they don't really care. 
She wanted to run around and collect balloons and just be dressed up and have fun with her friend. It's whatever the oldest girl that's in their little clique wants to do is what everybody else wants to do. Makes sense. That makes sense. That's just how it works. It's so funny how, like, they learn the manipulation at a young age, though. Because she hung out with her friend the whole time, and it was fine. But I was like, I was kind of. Did you get a boutonniere just real quick? Yeah, I did. So you did, you did, you did, you did. Yeah. Okay. So I hung out. I was like semi bored. You know what I mean? Because where I went is not where I live. So I didn't go with it like my neighbors. I was just kind of like hanging out. And then when she got done, I think I mentioned something. I was like, oh, there you are. Cool. There's my date. And she was like, I wanted to dance with you. I was so I was so sad that you weren't there to dance. And I was like, what? I haven't moved. I've been standing here all night. <laughs> she realized she'd been kind of a dick. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, crap. I better. Mm, I don't want to eat this one. I don't want to take this one on the chin. So she was like, I wish we could have danced more. I, I. I was so sad when I didn't see you. And I was like, I literally have been here the entire night. So it's just funny to see at such a young age, they already learn like, let me do what I want. Let me back this up. How do I make this look better? It's amazing. We, By the time she's 17, dude. Uh, oh my God. She's going to be eviscerating people in court. We went to dinner and then we went to the dance and then we went for a uh, cold stone creamery afterward. So nightcap. Yeah. You guys go too big. I, I, here's the thing. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do in three years? Here's another thing. I am also part of a group of people that are my immediate neighbors, and so what are you gonna do? There's that uh, many neighbors daughter, and kids, like the same. Yeah, so I'm completely surrounded. Everybody has one, and then my one neighbor has two daughters, and they're all pretty much the same age. So my daughter doesn't want to miss out. No, not one of these girls wants to be the one that misses out on any phase of this. So it's like. But it's only that big because this kind of reminds me yeah, of when my kids. you can't go back. There's this, no going When back. I was little and you used to tell me, when my kids were little, you used to tell me about parenting. You'd be like, you guys say what time bedtime is. You're in charge. You make the rules. Like, what's going yeah, on? I didn't like, have a girl they, then. They eat. <laughs> you'd be like, they eat what we make them for dinner, right? Still but now that. when it comes to daddy-daughter dance, you're like, hey. I would the, say. They, but I guess if you're going to acquiesce, that's the day to do it. So I was, you, I'll give you that. If you came around in started podcasting in 2005 or excuse me, 2012. Um, you know, my daughter, I, I had no idea what the, the power of a daughter was. I only had a son and my yeah. son was at the age they are now. So I had a good seven, eight years ahead of you and you're like brand new dad. Cause yeah. Yeah. So now looking back, it's like, well, the, the power of a daughter is something completely different. It's because I have no problem telling my son. No, I have no problem taking everything away, grounding him, can't do it to my daughter. My daughter is such a little bee that it's way easier to tell her no, to be honest. I, I could say the words, but I will go back on it. I don't know. I'm, I'm able nah. to I'm able to go back on it way. If my daughter was a hair less aggressive, <laughs> like if she was, if she had like a tiny bit of empathy, I'd be like, all right, let's just, but she can't even fake it to get what she wants. She's mm-hmm. just like, I want what I want. Like, right. Like she has such a, uh, um, she hasn't gotten the manipulation part down yet. She's trying. But as of now, it's so see-through. Just that a bull in a china it's shop. It's such bullshit. You know what I mean? That I'm like, I'm not. Nah. You know what I mean? Like, she's Good not selling you. it. Maybe maybe later. She has to just become a little more subtle. She'll, her, 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 behavior her, craft. Is, her, her behavior is so bad that no matter how cute she is, I see through it. That's the thing. So moving on to my son, let me tell you, this is, this is a great story. So, um, well, you be the judge. <laughs> okay. My... Uh, my wife has this issue with, with snoring, which I've told you. And uh, this is not to embarrass her. A lot of people have this this affliction. Um, and as a result, I've tried to get her to... I've Every single thing they have on the market, I, I've, 
if I'm talking about it right now, by the time you leave and I, I look at my Facebook, there'll be like 10 ads for different things about snoring, how to prevent it's snoring. It's getting and so snoring. crazy. So I will send her every, I'll forward every one to her. I'm like, can you put these in your nose? Can you put this strip in your mouth? Can you, there's one that's like a gag ball. There's like, there's like, I, I've bought nice. several different things and she's like, yeah, I'm not wearing that. I won't use that. I'm not trying that. And I'm like, so you snore and you're able to sleep, but I have to suffer because you won't do any of right. these things to try to help me, but you have a restful, peaceful night of sleep. It's been going on for many years. So, um, now what she did do was she bought me that it's like a, you know, like the headbands you see people wear in the winter time that they don't want to wear a hat. Maybe they're like a jogger. It's just a headband, but it also covers your ears. It's like it goes it's a headband and then it has like an earpiece. It's like cloth. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So it's basically that, but it's electronic and it has flat earphones in it. So basically you can lay on your pillow without your earbud, like hurting your ear. If you try to sleep with your headphones in. Okay. So she's like, listen, I'm not going to change anything about the way I do business, but here, how about this? You could wear this this silly uh, head thing, and uh, you could listen to white noise or music or whatever it is to zone out the snoring, and that's that's pretty much what I'm willing to do for you. Everybody wins. Yes. So what what happens here is you take a little bit of a – it's a give and take. So she gave me that. And what she takes from me is the ability to protect my family in the event that someone breaks into my home because I can't hear a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I'm an on-call employee, as you know, so I have my phone hooked up to this ear, to these these earphones. My I have a company phone. And if my company phone goes off, it rings through, and I'm wearing headphones, so I, it definitely wakes me up. You can sleep the whole night with headphones? Yeah, because these are flush, so you won't even know they're, they, they, you can't physically feel them. That's pretty That's pretty sweet. So with that being said, uh, I turn my personal phone volume off, and this is going to play a part later on. So what happens is uh, my daughter is in the bed last night, and we're laughing and everybody's having a gay old time. And I just tell my wife, I'm like, yeah, you know what, man? Uh, we always do this to each other. When my wife chooses that my daughter gets to sleep in the bed, I bitch about it. I'm like, you can't let her sleep in the bed. This is just, we never did this with our yeah, son. You, you can't get that. him out. And then she'll say, well, you know, the thing is she'll only be young for a certain amount of time. We'll never have these time back. And, you know, we're not having any more children. So this is, you know, the, the same argument you, you, everyone makes. And then flip-flop, vice versa, when I'm the one that's decision. So now we, we have her sleep at the bottom of the bed like a German shepherd uh, along where our feet are, rather than <laughs> up really in the middle of on your feet? Yes. Uh, because we're both short, and if she's down there- You should get a there, little rug for the, for the foot of the well, bed, like <laughs> let her sleep on the rug. If, if she's down there, because we're short, our feet really don't reach down there, so it doesn't really <laughs> affect us. Plenty of real estate. Yeah. So uh, the problem is, though, is she moves around a lot. Anyway, she's cool with that. She's like, I'll sleep by your feet. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just as long as she could be in the bedroom. Okay. So she not only, my wife snores, my wife's dogs snore, my child snores, and my, my <laughs> child grinds her teeth. Oh. So, yeah, it, which is just, it's terrible. So <laughs> on this night, around 12, I can't sleep. The snoring is so loud that I'm, I'm actually, I was listening to, to like 1985 New York hardcore as loud as I could to... That's I'm trying to blend out the snoring. Do you sleep to that? Sometimes, yeah. Wow. I can. Wow. I'll just eventually listen to it so much where I just drift off and I have the most horrible nightmare of all time. Do you think it's good sleep? Are no. You, are you deep at all? Hell no. 
I want to get one of those bands that Joe Rogan was talking about that lets you know what way, how much sleep you get. A Fitbit will tell you the quality of your sleep, like if you're in REM and whatever. It's not quality. So about twelve thirty, I wake up. I'm so I'm so frustrated. I I I want to I'm going to strike out at everybody, and I just go. You know what? That's it. I just grab my daughter. I'm like, you're going to bed. So I pick her up. I'm carrying her out of the room. I got stuffed animals dangling. I got her blankets, her pillows. I want to do it in one foul swoop. <laughs> yeah. Now, let me take you back. A minute, a couple of uh, hours before, when right before she went to bed, um, I had been sick, and I told you she was using the, the um, thermometer on me. So it was in our room, and my wife said, hey, put it in the bathroom. So she went to put it in the bathroom. My son was using the bathroom, and my daughter knocked on the door and said, hey, I'm putting the thermometer on the floor. Uh, when you come out of the bathroom, just put it in the bathroom. So they're arguing or whatever, and he's like, I don't know why I got to blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Dad says you got to do it. So now, <laughs> fast forward back, we're at 1230. I go to put my daughter in her bed, and their bedrooms are right, their doors are right next to each other, and I see that thermometer on the floor. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He came out of the bathroom, stepped over it, said, no, nah, I'm not doing it, and yeah. went to bed. So he just so happens to hear me mumbling and grumbling as I'm putting her to bed, and he opens his door. This is like 12 o'clock? 1230. He's up? Right. Yeah. Well, he wakes up as because he hears me. Oh, wow. So he comes out and he goes, oh, yeah? And I go, oh, it's nice that you're up because you left the thermometer out. Go grab the thermometer, put it away, and then get your ass back in the bed. And he looks at me, stone-faced, and he goes, oh, hey, man, it was a, it was a mistake. I, I'm sorry. I'll take care of that right now. And I go, <laughs> was this guy being a wise-ass? So I just go, just get your ass in the bed. I oh, go yeah. back in my room. I slam the door. I put the headphones back on. I'm tossing and turning all night. About one fifteen, my phone starts lighting up, and I'm like, I turn it over. I'm like, it's my personal one, so I'm thinking it's an ad or email or whatnot. Then I see, my wife's also an on-call employee, so I see her phone going off, and I'm now I'm shaking her. I go, not only is the hearing part, but now your phone is lighting up the entire bedroom. I'm like, wake up. Somebody's calling you, and she looks at her phone, and she's groggy. And I don't know what this is. And she looks at it, and I go, was it somebody calling you? She goes, I don't know. And I go, there's a notification, so you know, now we're, I'm fully awake. And she looks at her phone. She goes, I don't know what it is. Like, what do you mean you don't know what it is? I don't know what it is. There's she, not enough CBD in the world. She turns over. She goes back to bed. A minute later. Her Without phone, even knowing? Her phone goes, yeah. Her phone goes off again. She looks at it. I go, how do you not know? Your phone, it should say something on the lock screen. So then she takes the phone. She goes in the bathroom and shuts the door. So I'm thinking, oh, she's making a call. It must be somebody that called and she just doesn't want to bother me. No. She comes back out. She walks out of the room, shuts the door, doesn't use the knob and cl- you know, quietly closes the door, slams the door, walks out. Uh, I, and I finally I love it. drift off a couple seconds later. I'm like, fine, whatever. She's making a phone call. She comes back in the room. She goes, you never guess what, like like we've been awake the whole time. You never <laughs> guess what just happened. I go, what? She goes, now my son's name is Logan. She says, that was Logan. I said, why is he calling you on the phone? She says, well, he's at the bus stop. I go, excuse me? Now it's one fifteen in the morning. Actually, at this time, it's like one twenty six, maybe. I go, what are you talking about? She goes... Yeah, he uh, he was texting, and she goes, he texted you, too. So I look at my phone, and it says, Dad, has school been canceled? I'm waiting out here. I don't know if I missed the bus. What's happening? Can you let me know? Her phone says the same thing. I have a missed call from him. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> so when I see him in the hallway, he's sleepwalking. And I have this conversation with him, and he's commenting back and having all this. What happened was... He he believed, he heard the ruckus, he saw me like he does in the morning sometimes, assumed, oh, everybody's getting up for whatever reason, goes back in his room, 
puts his clothes on, goes downstairs, makes two egg sandwiches in the kitchen, watches that 70s show for 20 minutes while he's waking himself up, goes back upstairs, brushes his teeth, uh, and then puts his headphones on. And I now I watch the ring doorbell. Oh, that was another thing. My ring door, our ring doorbell is going off on our phones too. All this happened. We were uh, yeah. I had the headphones on. I couldn't hear it. And she, my wife, snoring and dead to the world. So he's standing out there. So that's the notification that she didn't know. Yes, she doesn't know your son's. <laughs> so phone. we were looking on the camera. I go back and look on the camera. It's, there's snow coming down. It's <clears throat> blistering cold. He's out there standing at the butt. He stood out. So normally he leaves at. 6.07 every morning. It gets to the bus stop. Bus picks him up about God, 6. that's early. 6.10. So he, what he says is, I never even looked at the, the 6 or the first number. I was looking at the 07. So at 107, he thought it was 6.07, went out there. He's standing there like an idiot for 20 minutes. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, but all come. this time of making he also, egg sandwiches and watching TV, he never glanced at the clock. Sleepwalking. He was half. He was half awake and half. He, he didn't make egg sandwiches sleepwalking. Yes, yes, he did. He put him in the microwave. Oh, no. He was uh, sleepwalking at first. Then he woke up, ate, and just never looked at the clock. Uh, here's the deal, I, dude. I'm a career sleepwalker. He, com- he comes back. Uh, I don't know. I think I don't know if he came back through the garage with the coat or whatever. This this point was he I dressed go- properly? Yeah. I come in the bedroom in the, in the my, after my wife tells me all this, and I come in the bedroom. He's laying in the bed, and the sheets are pulled all the way up to his neck. Now he's stripped his clothes back off. He's laying in the bed, and his okay. eyes are big as saucers. And I go, are you all right? And he goes, yeah, why? And I go, dude, you were just at the bus stop. And he goes, yeah, I don't know what happened. And I go, what do you mean you don't know what happened? And I go, do you know what? I go, dude, this is going to be great what, for the dude? podcast. He's like, oh, yeah. Hey, man, no, don't talk about this on the podcast. And I... So I went back in the room and I was talking to my wife and I go, this is what this all comes down to. Because you snore, our child could have been left in a, a heap of snow, left for dead in the middle of the night. We Poor end, kids standing out we there. End up it's watching, so cold at one in the morning. We end up watching a plow truck driver from the town drive past. He honks. My, my kid said he honked and acknowledged me out there. And I was like, this guy didn't think it was weird at one in the morning. You're standing out there with your school bag on the bus stop. What's going on here? That guy must have looked at his watch and be like, "Man, how long have I been plowing?" <laughs> He's like, "Oh, everything just starts looking like uh, that's crazy." One day after he got another. his book bag and all that yes. stuff. Yeah, is he on Ambien? What's no? I mean, what the heck? No, I don't know. But this is not the first time. So that's I've, why I'm I've saying, done like, stuff like that before. People, I see what you're saying. So I'm calling sleepwalking one thing. I don't know at what point he just he starts waking up and then realizes he's in a routine and just goes with it. Yeah, yeah whatever. I'm sure he got up and started getting dressed and not quite knowing what was up. But there you don't was, put se- I maybe you put several shit. Like when you people put that take Ambien phone do that in the microwave. Yeah, I did. But you were drunk, you weren't sleepwalking. But right? no, I was sleepwalking. <laughs> oh. But you see both. <laughs> but you see how like that doesn't make sense. He didn't put his phone in the microwave. He successfully cooked and then watched TV. Well, he, he I mean you put him in the microwave. But just still. Like you did. Yeah, but still. The other thing is we like, have the. I have conversations with him all the time. Like he'll be sleeping on the couch. He'll be like, "Hey, man, you need to get up and head up to bed." He'll sit up. He'll be like, "No, man, it's fine. I'm, 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 I'm good." Yeah, but you'll get crucial things wrong. Yeah, like he would have dressed improperly. He would have left the door wide open when well, he, he left or something because you sort of function, but you know what I mean. Like my dad attacked a garbage can once, thinking it was a snake. <laughs> right, and we kept it because it was so funny. But like, see, there's a crucial thing where that's wrong. That's not a snake. For him to successfully get prepared and dressed is like... Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. But I've had so many conversations, at least on the conversation level, where 
he'll start talking about something and then he'll be like Luther Vandross or like, like yes, something that's so that's what I'm saying. like a non sequitur, but then he'll drift right back into a normal conversation or he'll be, <laughs> he'll stutter. Or he'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. You ever do that thing where like you're sleep talking and you don't think you are. So someone's saying something and you're, you're a hundred percent like just where I am right now. Like you're, you have conviction in what you're saying. And then midway through the sentence, you realize you go, Oh, Shit! Yeah, no, no. I have no idea what I don't. No, because I, don't I have sleep no talk idea. Or sleep well, I've done it a million times. It took me a long it time. It feels like you're having a stroke, I, or it appears as if he maybe uh, because I'm like something's. It's normal, but it's not. There's Just imagine one... like you were talking to me right now, and all of a sudden it was your wife at this table, and you were trying to go. No, you were. It was Ben a second ago. It wasn't you, and you're like, and they're they're looking at you like you're crazy. You dig in trying to make your point. At some point, once you've done enough times, you have to go. Oh, what I'm saying doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah. Dang it, I must have been asleep. You know what I mean? It's, it's frightening, though. I, I've we, got up and walked down the street before. I've, yeah, I've done that. We've said, we we sat there and said, like, how, you know, what if he he would have slipped and fallen in the snow and hit his head? And, you know, because we also have another video. My, so I had my, my neighbor, because I have some video, but he has another angle of him at, coming yeah. to the bus stop. <laughs> so then he said, oh, I have another one from the day before where, he, again, he ran and slipped and <laughs> slipped and fell. So then I was like, well, that shit, what if he would have slipped and fell then and no one w- w- broke his arm or his leg and we're sleeping? In fact, we're also ignoring the ring doorbell and ignoring his texts you and got phone no, calls. I don't understand. I, I'm going back to like your wife got up and looked at the phone. It was still like, nah, don't. You would see it's either <laughs> I, ring or your son's number. Well, the ring doorbell probably. But every time like it, the way our house is, we like there's a, a perpendicular street. So when it crests the light will cascade across the front of our house and set our ring doorbell off. So a lot of times it'll go off and it'll be nothing. Mine goes so off every get, time a car drives That's by. what I'm saying. So you just get, you just look at it, you're like, ring doorbell. Yeah, great. It's not. But but I would at least but, know what it is. The, I'm saying she may have, looking back, if okay. I was to ask her now, she may have been like, it was the ring, I saw ring doorbell stuff yeah. on there. But I'm being literal that, again. That didn't make you know so much sense to me that yeah. it was anything important. Yeah. Until yeah, we yeah. watched it and... Uh, I'll ask him, but I might post the video just to show. Like, oh, okay. it's so funny. <laughs> that poor kid, though. God, one thirty. Yeah. So, so. But you know, kudos to him for getting ready on his own. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Right. I mean, what, what choices he have? I don't know. When I was a kid, I felt like like my mom was up like hanging out. Like yeah. I'd make cereal or something. I get up with him. I get up with him. I'm, I'm up yeah. with him at least like twenty minutes before he walks up. But the he thought he's already. Th- done he thought this time you weren't. Himself. He was like just. Well, actually, it's funny because Wednesdays are the days that his mother wakes up with him and she sometimes, you know, doesn't get up as quickly. He's as, trusted uh, to get it done on his <laughs> own. So. Yeah, That's he might just, so early. She gets up and then goes downstairs and sleeps on the couch. So she's in the gym. What is this bus area. ride? Like an hour? I mean, Jesus dude. No, but he's the first pickup. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what, I forget what time school starts, but like I said, we get about five twenty for him. That's so. what I, get up at five twenty. Yeah. For school to get up on the, to be on the bus by six ten. That's you know, get madness. Up, eat, comb your hair. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but that that means that you're on the bus for like 45 minutes, probably. Yeah, probably brutal, dude. That's awful. Yep. Yeesh. That's tough. I don't know. Well, Well, one other thing I wanted to say about the daddy daughter dance. I was sitting there and I thought I sort of laughed at myself because I'm thinking, if you really wanted to uh, have uh, broker a peace agreement between like two foreign leaders, have them both bring their daughters, no matter what age they are, into a daddy-daughter dance scenario and dance with their daughters to a song like Butterfly Kisses and let one man watch another man with his daughter dance. And how, how dare you? How could you lose all the testosterone that you have? You're just like, 
Yeah. I couldn't do anything to this guy. Look at his lovely daughter. I mean, she loves him. Look at the way she looks at him. What? What? You know what I mean? I just thought, like, you have a room full of dads that are just complete putty in their daughter's hands. It's crazy. It's funny because, like, I am, like, putty with my daughter. But when something is that set up, I become sort of immune to it. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm not shitting on your point because we yeah. we're, we're, we're all guilty of it because right. we all do that. But, like, when, they, when the dads are out trying to find their... You know, I'm trying to find my daughter who's playing with balloons. Come on, let's go do this dance. Like, if they don't... They sort of want... The only reason they want to is because they know you want yes, to. Yes, I get it. I'm it just, becomes like a thing. I'm just... Even even if you were at a wedding and when the dad and the daughter dance after she's Now married, that I can't do. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, the idea of a dad dancing with his daughter, and you... I don't care how much you hate another man. When you see the way that, like, the relationship between him and his daughter or daughters, you're just like, man, I would never want to do anything because I, I know... You know what yeah. I mean? It just makes you that's feel a good time in to such sign, a way. That's dude. a good time to sign ceasefire papers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're like, it's a way to get it done. I really want to I really want to uh, purify the, the the race and get rid of all your people, but <laughs> not anymore, dude. Look at the way you guys, look at how much she likes Luke Combs. Yeah. I mean, I so I just felt like, in looking around, I was like, man, what what a as much of a, a hallmark fabricated moment as you, you want to make it out to be. It just feels so, it's like that one, you know, you're just like, man, this is like the, the nicest, sweetest place in the uh, entire world. I, I guess I I guess I just get weird about that stuff, like, if it was happening, like, at home. You know what I mean? Then it would mean more to me. If you're if you're privately slow dancing with your daughter at home, yeah. If you're privately home. getting a suit and she's getting dressed up and <laughs> yeah. you guys are having a three, you know, yeah. five-course meal. No, I just mean because it is... It's, it's 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 like like Disney World. Like I'm about to find out soon, right? But but like it's the happiest place on earth. But if everyone there is in line and going like be happy and gritting their teeth, that's what is happens it on though? Every family vacation. Oh, dude, I, I'm I'm worried about it. But um, I saw a thing on Twitter. I think yesterday, some guy. It's in the same vein as this. Some guy every week filmed a short clip of his daughter, like a 20 second video, every week since she was born. And he, up till she was 20, and then he played it in, like, a fast speed, mm. so it takes, like, three minutes to get through right. it all, but I couldn't finish it. I got up to where she was, like, 15, and I was like, that's enough. I get the point. I'm good. Yeah. So I'm not immune to that idea, because, yeah. like, I literally couldn't, I literally couldn't finish it, because I was just, like, not comfortable with this. It was, it was too much. Yeah. It was too much it at once. Yeah. It's, it's that gene. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think moms even have that with their with the, you know with their uh, their sons who are mama's boys. It's not even the, it can't be the same thing. No, I don't think it is the same. You know what else is on Twitter that's awesome? Can I show you something real quick? Sure. Uh, what do you? How do you feel about bowling? First of all, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> They're the best athletes around, right? This dude, this got me thinking. Uh, let me see if this is the right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the right one. Um, it got me thinking, like. I feel like I'm decent with words and I'm good off the cuff, but like when something's so exciting, like say you, 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 you hit the grand slam in the world series, game seven, bottom of the ninth, whatever you do a lot of hooting and hollering and jumping around. But if you have to use words, if you have to use your vocabulary to express how you're feeling at that time, it can come out weird. Yeah. Like that Rick, uh, whatever his name is. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 Dean, yeah, Dean Kane, Superman, right? Howard Dean, <laughs> Howard Dean. Yes. Um, this dude, I don't know if he bowled a perfect game or whatever, but he won some kind of bowling thing. I don't even know this guy's name. I'll find it and I'll post it. 
but he won and just started yelling stuff, but he couldn't really articulate it. And I felt like a bowler not able to articulate. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Normally they're like, uh, you know, thorough. <laughs> but uh, I want you to watch it. And at first I just laugh because I like I like looking at it. But then I go, put yourself in his bowling shoes. Like if that happened, would you? I would just like yell like awesome or something super cheesy. Mm-hmm. It'd be like the beginning of the Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> I would just like take turns be like Bossa Nova. Um, he just starts yelling stuff and he goes, who do you think you are? I am. You got to listen. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. Is it possible he's sleepwalking? <laughs> he's just so excited. He yells. That feel like David Ga- that's something Goggins would just say. He yells, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> and then he says, yeah, hell yeah, number five. Or just, he starts yelling out words. I must have watched it five times just because he's so excited. But um, can you? I, but I started thinking, like, what? You know, I mean, if something great happened to me other than fist pumps and expletives, you know, what do you do? What do you say? Like that Ric Flair woo is pretty much all in That's a good one. That's a super good one. I mean, I feel I do that all the time. I don't even like Ric Flair. I think I'll probably just like morph into I just do more Borat. I'd be like, very nice. I'd just be like putting my thumbs <laughs> up. <laughs> I would just be putting my thumbs up and just going like high five. That's just all I would do the whole entire time. Yeah. That dude's name is Pete Weber. Pete and this Weber. is apparently eight years old. I just saw it today. But but he launched one of the first memes ever, and who do you think you are? I am. And I just thought he was brilliant. But uh, you want to go to our Facebook page for a second uh, as far as, like, responding? I asked people what they wanted to hear about. I don't know if you ever want to uh, bounce any of those off. But Kitty Nicole asked, do civilians use the word caveat wrong? Caveat. <laughs> they can say it right. Do they pronounce the word caveat wrong as much as me? Uh, do they use the word? How do you word... pronounce it wrong? I just did. Oh. Caveat. Um. Do they use the word caveat wrong as much as the army? Like we, you do a lot of like seminars and training and group mm. group think, right? Do people yeah. overuse that word a lot? No, they don't. No. But they do though. I had yeah. a I had a work meeting the other day, dude, and it was two hours of well, not everybody, and and I'm not saying, and I mean sometimes everybody can. They probably could use it more often rather than having to go back to the, the, the uh, long, drawn-out... Yeah, I don't know if, if civilians overuse the word caveat or use it wrong, but I know the the over-prefacing makes me crazy. Yeah, I agree like, with that. I feel almost insulted when people have to preface stuff that doesn't need... Like, if I go, like... Like, people preface stuff that you clear, like I clearly wouldn't assume. You know what I mean? Like... I wasn't a big Michael Jordan fan. Now, before I say that, I don't hate all basketball players, and I surely don't want the black culture just er eradicated. You know what I mean? People will go crazy. They'll go so over the top, and it's like, yeah, no, nobody thought you were. Why? It's weird that you brought that up. Those situations, but I would say that um, not only have I been to seminars and trainings, but I'm also uh, I've been a manager and a supervisor for many many years and i've had to address people like multiple people that work underneath me and that's all a lot of times the case where it's like you 
you want to say it once in the beginning and say, Hey, this doesn't apply to everybody. Just bear with me. And then, you know, if there's any questions or what afterwards, but even if people don't say it, like the minute you start talking about a situation or something that you want to, that you're going to, uh, this is now the rule or, Hey, instead of saying, I know that this isn't maybe something you did, but you know, it's been done or it's been brought up. Um, even if people don't go like, well, it wasn't me. I mean, I did their faces say it all. So like, it, it doesn't even matter uh, whether their mouth says it. It's like, yeah. if you're standing there as the person who's trying to put this information out there, you could just see it on people's face. So it's like, you, you automatically just get in this, uh, like a habit, unfortunately of continuously prefacing every single thing by like, Hey, you know, don't, don't, don't take this personal, but, but when you preface it so large and wide, you know what I mean? It's like, Hey, I don't know if you guys have Thanksgiving plans, or whatever, and I'm not saying you guys eat turkey. I, <laughs> dude, I do not want to come to your house and and sexually attack your mom. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm gonna pour gasoline on there and burn the house down before you guys get there. I'm not saying I want to chase down yeah, your family tree ridiculous. and get rid of all of them. You know what I mean? Like it'll get so big. It's like, yeah, yeah. I th- I thought you were just gonna. I come feel by like for in dinner. the time of our fathers, there was a lot less of that. It was just like, here's the information I have. Hey. If you feel offended by it. And you, most people would be like, even if I fed, felt offended by it, I'm not going to, back in those days, I'm not going to give you the power by coming up and qualifying whether or not it was me that you were talking about. I'll just brood about it and assume that you were talking about me and fuck you. You know? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's the way we need to get back to. I like That's it. what making America great again is all about. That's what I think. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if it's from podcasting or being a furniture salesman the past eight years, but like, I get very very impatient and upset with poor communication yeah i get like with with filler like obviously we have filler on the show but i feel like we don't we're responsible in a way for the words we say when we do this podcast like if you're on the mic you better be saying something that paints a picture or is kind of funny or setting up something for me and vice versa people don't have that respect in real conversation they'll just be like yeah so i went to van hills and i was shopping and there was there was chips, you know, and like I was thinking about chips. And but then again, there was like pretzels and uh, I don't know, maybe popcorn. And they start listening. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I have this like six sense of like people are going to stop listening. Like, what do you like? I'm stopping. You know what I mean? Like, like, don't you, you have to have meat on whatever you're telling me? Did you or watch? I'm, out. This... I'm just out with I have you get 20 seconds and you better get my attention. Did you watch this week's curb? I know you said you, you you've been sort of falling off. No, I'm, I I watched up to where they went to Mexico. So this week's which curb, was they ha- pretty they, funny. They have one. something uh, just exactly like this. It's Fred Armisen is the special guy. <laughs> I'm this turning week. into Larry. So David great, too. dude. Where like that's his character just. And Larry's like, dude, like the guy has to literally describe every single you thing. Gotta he's get like, to it. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to save you the details, but then gives the details. He's like, you just told me you're going to save me from the deep. You know, I, uh, I don't want to ruin the episode, but it's so on point with what you're talking about. Exactly. I feel like, uh, I have no patience for it. I know this all started with caveat talk, but I just, I like you have, I only have X amount of Ram in my brain. And if I'm going to let you use some of that, you have to fill it with something somewhat. I, dude, even if it's a dick joke, make me laugh. It's got to be something. The only thing more annoying to me than that lately, and I was just pointing this out to my wife the other day because she was doing it, is when people uncomfortably laugh or feel like every silent moment has to be filled with an uncomfortable laugh. Like they say something and follow it up with like a, oh, 
And it's like, there's no need for a laugh there. It doesn't require a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing? I, do, just, I, th- I honestly think podcasting does that to us. I think, or just... You just get sharper. You get sharper in a conversation. It's almost like, um, it's going to sound like arrogant or, or weird or whatever, but it's almost like, say you've been training in martial arts and you get in the ring with somebody and they're just like flailing their punches about and you just kind of put your hands up and you go, this... This isn't really worth my time. Like, what you're doing is not... Um, well, think this back is, to... Like, you think you're fighting, but we're not really. Think back to the conversations we would have off-air way in the beginning where you would you'd come out with a story concept and it wouldn't be ironed out. You'd just come in here, like, swinging. Yeah. You know, like a... Like a uh, yeah. Uh, you know, like a... What do you, what do you call those? Um, whatever. You'd come to the podcast and you'd be like, I have this concept, but I haven't really worked it out. I'm just going to throw it out there. And I would be looking down doing something. It wouldn't be giving you the immediate response, and you would just trail off. You like, your story wouldn't have yeah. an end because you think there's, you, a, but there's a funny me, part. You should everybody. have feedback from it. Yeah, yeah. And so when you don't have that, you're like, you just you just learn to be more concise, and you learn like, hey, I know that my podcast, my story on the podcast has to have a beginning, middle, and end, and it has to have these beats. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And if it doesn't have these beats, then uh, I can we're gonna, I'm gonna need to. to jump out of this way earlier than like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, when to pull the, your own rip. Yeah. I start looking before. at my phone and be like, what else do I have to talk about? <laughs> yeah. You jump out for sure. And the minute I can sort of sense, uh, or you can sense or anybody that does this can sense that, you know, you're, you're sort of dying down. It's like, I need, you know, it's time to pick it up and move on. So Kitty, I don't know if we use the word <laughs> caveat wrong, but I know I hate the way almost everybody talks, which is why when, when you, are friends with somebody or you or your family or if you communicate with somebody who you really like communicating with them like uh it's effective mm-hmm. and you enjoy it the older i get the more i just i'm like I'm old but like the more important that is to me i'm like oh my god i don't hate it when this person talks to me <laughs> like it becomes a huge right. deal like i'll tattoo your name on my neck at that mm-hmm. point i get so excited about it i might do that what else you got question um air ear ear pods air pods Airbuds. Yeah. Airbuds is a movie with the dog, right? What was the question about it? I saw it on there. Uh, Nate Stombaugh says, are we in a place in society where I am just an a-hole now if I don't have Airpods? I think we've already uh, we've already crested that hill, and I think more people are going away from them already. I think they look dumb. I like them. Um, I bought some aftermarket ones. I like them, but I like them for like for running, for exercising. Like they the don't way fall I, out? Or you have nah. the ones that like wrap around the back of your No, room? no, they just they stick in okay. Really? I mean, every once in a while I have to reposition them. But I like them the same way I use normal headphones. Like, I don't have normal headphones in all day like at work, right? Um, so, just in the fact that they're wireless, I think that's pretty dope. That's pretty great. But having them in all day is weird. Like, I was I was at a place today getting a taco, and the guy walked in, had was having a conversation with his ear, ordered, had the whole conversation, got his tacos and left. And I was like, I haven't talked to anybody on the phone for more than like 10 minutes. I don't think in so long. Yeah. Definitely like an actual, you. like just text me, dude. No, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> but I mean, just text me. You know what I mean? Yes. How many phone conversations did we have in like seven years, right? Like, I couple? would say less than a total of 10 minutes for sure. <laughs> right. What, what am I going to say to you? Yeah. What am I going to say to you? I don't know. Hear? Other people like to talk on the phone. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't get know. it. Whatever. I don't know. What else? Uh, AirPods, I think. Oh, wait, real I think quick, are, I, would, I think they are douchey. With AirPods, I guess my my uh, my stance on this is anything that I can do wirelessly while I you know do chores around the kitchen, especially so I don't get hooked up on doorknobs or cutting the lawn. And no, wireless is a good idea. Ba- but I like 
in most of those situations, I like to also have the big noise canceling too, so I don't have to hear my kids. <laughs> well, that's nice. Um, there's something about the Impossible Whopper. Why uh, does the Impossible Whopper have the same amount of cal, almost the same amount of calories as the regular Whopper? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but I would tell you they both are probably impossibly safe and healthy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care what you're telling me. This Impossible Whopper is not made of meat. What's it made of? Don't care. But either way, it doesn't sound yeah. appealing. It doesn't sound appealing. I would say I don't after seeing Morgan, I, Spur- I, I eat anything. Like, Morgan Spurlock's new documentary. He did uh, Super Size Me too. Uh, which is great. It's actually really interesting. That brings us into our next one. Any documentary recommendations? Morgan Spurlock's second Supersize Me, uh, where he opens up his he opens up a fast food restaurant. What's it's the like, angle like a here? chicken restaurant. Um, it basically talks about like uh, you know raising chickens and the chicken industry, and then mm. he puts up all these signs around there, basically saying like I'm feeding you garbage. It's gar you know, and his restaurant has a bunch of statistics. It talks about how you know corporations like uh keep farmers from keep farmers down and they do all this other Mm -hmm. crap but he's basically telling you like hey the food that i'm serving you is not healthy it's extremely bad to eat i'm serving it to you anyway people still buying it yeah why that's it's kitschy okay okay all right i like morgan and it's good that's why i've long said that i liked uh rallies and checkers Mm -hmm. because they're one of the few people that don't make their photos look nice like you, (laughs) you go to mcdonald's and it's like look at that Big Mac, it looks glorious, and they spritz it with stuff to make it look, mm. the fries are shiny. There's all these tricks to make it, like, the, that food's not edible because it looks so nice. Yeah. You go to, like, rallies, and they're like, it's like somebody sat on it, and there's, like, a piece of gum and hair sticking out of the fries, and you're like, okay, I'll it's have one of those. Nail. My son got a, uh, and I love Wendy's, so this is, this is, a uh, doesn't normally happen, but he, my wife got him a uh, son of Baconator, and I was like, that thing looks like the stepson of Baconator. I've never – it looked like a hockey puck sitting on top of, uh, I don't even know, like a piece of dog shit sideways, and I don't even know if there was even mini bacon on it, and it was pressed down. It was almost like right after my wife pulled away, the guy did the F you, F you, F you, you're <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah. his, his, uh, his last stand. When, hey, Wendy's don't care. They're one of the most that doesn't care about, think, how, about how it looks when they give it to you. I think it's the best fast food. No, it's tasty. Hamburger wise, it's tasty. But better. as far as when it, when they, yeah, like what it appears to be, the sides of it. And yeah, they're like just eat it, you, you pig. And I will. Yeah, me too. I don't <laughs> care at all. Um, beep boop bop boop bop. Teenagers not wanting to get their driver's licenses. That's a, that's a real thing, though, right? Yeah, I because they don't um, go anywhere because they don't wanna. Yeah, that's it's simply simply put. Just like that, I think that uh, the, the stress, the pressures of life, like, I don't want to deal with that stress, man. I don't want to get a job, so I can't have a car. And I can't, There's all these other trappings. I got to take a test, and I got to... Do you think you it's know. just like, why would I go anywhere when I can just play video games and talk to my friends? Yeah, pretty much. Well, they, for sure. You know, like, you talk about, like, like they used to recruit people for the military, like, from the farm. Because the guys would go, like, man, like, I'm on this farm... What do I got to do to get out of here? So they bust their butt to get out. I, I want to get out of this this what is it, this podunk town, right? Like this two bit right. town. I want to I want to blow this town. Now people are like, no, my my town's nice. It's fine. <laughs> well, I don't. Need I can it. tell you. I, I, There's no Bon Jovi songs about how like he want you know like like daddy came home <laughs> you know and and I was playing Xbox and he said that's cool. Can I play with you? Bon, bon jo- yeah. That that be the Bon Jovi of our era of this era. So we got in our reasonably priced Honda SUV. Maybe we, maybe we should weird Al crossover. Should, you know, 
take up take up the fight there. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you, uh, when I I it took me a little bit longer to get my license because I was a bad behavior, so my parents made me wait. But um, when right. I got it, I was definitely off to the races. And by races, I mean doing <laughs> doing stupid stuff behind the wheel of a car. So yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping I could uh, put that off as as long as humanly possible because I can already tell you. Your son can look you dead in the eye. Your daughter can look you dead in the eye. Probably more so than oh, the my son. daughter's never gonna know. My son, anybody's son. You know, boys are stupid. You especially when the, the more you add, the worse it gets. The idea of my daughter and some boy in a car that I own <laughs> makes me so sick right now. I feel like though, by the time your your daughter and my daughter are old enough to drive cameras in the you could just log on your phone yeah. and watch in the cabin of the car. You know, in, she's gonna be like, let's bang in my dad's hovercraft. He's sleeping. <laughs> It's going to be terrible. Oh, God. I know. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, lastly, Nick wants to know if there's five restaurants in the region that you like and have had no bad experiences. Yet. I mean, check my Yelp. I, I, I don't really want to go through it right now. I can't think of any off the top of my head that, uh, besides Scrambled that I, that I think that I have zero complaints about. Scrambled. And he knows so that. I finally checked out that, uh, what's that, Farmer Harvest Room? Yep. That's delicious. All right, so real quick, before we go, like, as... As I approach 40, as I keep saying, right? As I, as I start thinking and self-reflecting, I start trying to take ownership of things I do. I've told you before, my brother's crazy. And he and I can't really talk for more like two or three days without like butting heads and then not speaking for a month or whatever. And it's usually me that gets offended. This well, is your brother, Mark. Yeah. Well, the other day I wanted to text him about something. I forget what it was. It was something that had to do with my kids. And there's a picture. Out. I was going to text him something and I thought about it beforehand. And I go... Be mindful. You're going to send him this text. I go, and he's going to respond in a way that you don't like. He's going to offend you somehow. He's going to, he's going to make it weird. On something that's super easy and simple, this person is not going to take something super easy and simple and keep it that way. They're going to ruin it. Right? There was a movie in the 80s called The Gate where these guys uh, got this book <laughs> on, on the back of this record. They, I think they played it backwards or read something on the liner notes and opened The Gate to Hell. And I feel like this is what's go- what's going to happen. It's like you know what the lore is. Yeah. Okay. But you you're still going to choose to say this prayer backwards. You or pick run up the Necronomicon. <laughs> you start right. reading it. Right. And the pages start fluttering. The st- it starts raining in your house. Yeah. I think I just felt bad about something. So I, I was like, I'm going to text him. Before I push send, I go, wait a minute. You've been down this road for 30-something years. Don't send this. Just let the sleeping dog lie. And then I thought for about 30 minutes, and I go, nah, you're being paranoid. I sent it. And within 15 minutes, I was like, this motherfucker. Like, like whatever he sent back, I was like, you, 99 people I could have sent this text to, and they would have been like, oh, yeah, cool story, or, or I don't know, or I agree, or I don't agree. But it wouldn't have been this ambiguously weird, semi-passive-aggressive, ruin-my-day kind of text. <laughs> and then, but, but the whole point of the story is, that's on me, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got to know by now. That's on I mean, me. How, how many times are you going to go down this road? <laughs> I don't I know, mean, but I was just like, as you're, you're doing self-reflecting, you're going like, um, what works, what doesn't work, what 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 personality traits are you keeping, what are you going to get rid of, are you going to grow, or are you going to evolve? It don't text Mark, because you know it's going to go bad. I have this saying that I use at work, which is uh, w- when you tell a caveman to do caveman things, you can only expect caveman behavior. I mean, in, in, to paraphrase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what do you expect? I mean, the guy only knows how to be himself yeah 
And I don't think he's ever setting out to be anything that makes me crazy. It's, it's more crazy. eloquent when I say it at work. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should just be like, dude, he's a caveman. Don't. <laughs> Why does he have a smartphone? But I didn't know if you or if any listeners have somebody like that where they have someone in their life that they have trouble communicating with, and they go, no, 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 I'm being crazy, I'm being paranoid. And every time they do, usually it's like your mom or your stepmom or stepdad or maybe an uncle or something where you go like, I don't know if it's sometimes it's a sibling, but you'll just go like, I'm being paranoid. Give him the benefit of the doubt. And every time you do, you go, no, no, no. I, my gut was right. It was a hundred percent right. I give no one the benefit of the doubt, but <laughs> that's right. Smart. I, I will, uh, in the vein of talking about phone communication, I have this, apparently I was told by a friend of mine, um, that I have a terrible habit of not picking up the phone when people call to talk to me. And yeah, I haven't done it in eight years. So I I will pick up the phone or I will make phone calls from 7.30 in the morning until 8 o'clock in the morning and then from 4 o'clock till about 4.07 in the evening. And that's pretty much the only time I'll communicate on the phone. 4 to 4.07. Yeah, so 7.30 in the morning is me leaving my driveway, going to get coffee, then driving into work. So I have that time to burn. And then I leave from work and come directly home, which takes seven to 10 minutes. Um, so I'll get, cause I'm bored. I was driving. I'm like, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm pulling my driver. I'll talk to you later. That person could be in the, I <laughs> yeah, get what yeah, I yeah, need yeah. to say out. They could be in the middle of the most important story they have. And so my friend was They're telling like, they me, they think it might be spreading to my prostate. Well, I'm in a driveway. Gotta go. <laughs> so my friend was telling me, uh, he goes, I'm really sick and tired of every time you never pick up the phone. Uh, I text, I want to make plans. You, you get, you're never available, blah, blah, blah. So he stopped picking up the phone for me now. Cause I oh. immediately just, I immediately just push, you know, that, what do they call the F you button? You know, I'm like, Hey, write to voicemail or whatever. Ignore. So he gets so angry about it. I didn't realize this was happening, but I started calling him like I, you know, when I got around to calling and making, making my calls on the way home and he would never answer. <laughs> so at out, one, one how point, long did it take you to realize he hadn't been answering until he told me like, so I just thought, <laughs> Hey, we just keep, we're like two ships in the night, man. Yeah. Yeah. So our wives got us together uh, on a date night and he you said ass. to me, he said, you, you know what's happening, right? I mean, this is like a full phone shutout for you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm not answering the phone for you anymore. You don't answer the phone for me. I don't answer the phone for you. Do it for you. Now we have a mutual friend. He told that guy too. Don't answer the phone. To, you know, they, oh, okay. they're trying to teach me a lesson. None of here. them are doing it. So I said, I'll see your phone shut out, and we're just not friends anymore. How about that? Do they? Do they answer texts? No, I mean no. They won't. And there's because if I don't, whatever I don't, I don't they, do, they they'll, he'll. So my friend will bait me. And if he believes that I'm purposefully ignoring him or I could easily get to my phone and just send it, whatever, and I'm choosing not to, then I get that back. And I can, I appreciate his gamesmanship. So it's but not at the just same phone time, call, though. It's text, too? Yeah, but my my defense to this, because this might be the only opportunity he has to hear it, uh, <laughs> is that um, I don't I don't have much to say outside these times when I'm traveling in my car. Uh, and when I'm home, I don't want to talk to anybody. It's nothing personal. I, and, and I don't know, it's obviously some kind of uh, psychological thing. It's like, I'm in my home. I'm in my, my, my space. Yeah. And I just, I just don't want to be bothered by any, I, I don't want to make small talk when I'm in my living room and, and my family's Dude, I, around. And, I can't remember the last time someone was like, called me when I was at home and I was just like, yeah, go on. Tell me about that. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I will do it to other people all the time. If I'm, uh, if I'm driving around in my car for an hour and a half, I will be on the phone 
maybe for an hour and a half. If I'm not listening to music, I would have no problem talking for an hour and a half. I just think, like, I love doing the podcast and, like, talking to people, but there's long stretches of time when my only goal in life is to get people to leave me alone. <laughs> That's my entire existence. Like, be it the janitor at work, be it my mom calling, be it my kids needing something. I almost, every time somebody calls me, I'm... I can I make that almost like the, I told you the sound that I make for Lady Gaga when I saw her. Yeah, like, mm. yeah, yeah. That's the, when my phone I make rings. that for Margot Robbie when she eats chicken wings. It used to be ones. when people would show up unannounced and I would answer my door and I'd be like, "Hey, listen, I'm not into the pop." And like we'd have to have a discussion and they'd be like, "Yeah, I get it, but I'm here now." And I'm like, "Marty, no, I'm not into the pop." And I'll have to talk to you. You know, make this a is... scheduled appointment and come back. Uh, <laughs> you need that little thing from Return of the Jedi. Oh, you don't watch Star Wars movies. There's a little like a I've seen Return of the Jedi ball that comes yes. out and he like clears it. Or, with you. Yeah, uh, or uh, Big Trouble Little China, the eyeball thing. Yep. But my uh, my whole point is is no no longer do people drop in. I've I've pretty much curbed all of that. But people will still call, and it's like I you look at the phone and it's like I don't want to get in a long discussion right now. I'm in the middle of watching uh, Ice Road Hunters. I, I don't have time for this. Uh, I'm watching Anthony. I'm watching an Anthony Bourdain. You know um, what do you yeah. call it? Uh, 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 he's beyond film, somewhere. <laughs> film, film yeah, he's making noodles in Asia somewhere. So every once in a while, I'll go. You know what? You're really playing with fire. One of these days, these guys are all going to conspire like they are against you now. And I'll go. People are going to decide. You've said you like being left alone so much. People are gonna. It's happened before. I was like, people are. Gonna, I've lost entire groups of friends. In people the are gonna leave you alone, and they're gonna be like, "You're being such a." You keep saying you don't want us around. We won't be around, right? And I keep going. Maybe that's gonna happen, and I'll be lonely. Um, but I'm like, a, I'm like a hot roll at the craps table, baby. I'm gonna keep rolling until it happens. I, I'll have to be like Will Smith and Will Smith and I am legend before we really know. I'll have to be walking around. There'll be nobody in buildings. And there'll be like trees growing, like zombies crawling around at night, and I'll go. Wait a minute! No one's called me in a while. Like it would, t- it would, it would have to be to that level. I feel like I need one of those cards, like the Joker had in the the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, where it explains what my issue is. And I don't know, I, I don't know. I have some psychological issue where it's like I, I get into this zone, and I'm like, I just don't want to communicate. Yeah. And, and unless it's on my terms, which but I'm is, also a huge liar too, though, because like <laughs> if I want to talk, it's it's super. You didn't important. let me finish. I was just saying yeah. when it's on my terms. And that's unfair to people. I get it. I know. They want to also communicate, and they get a wild hair up their ass to call me and just tell me some random information. Or, yeah, but what hey, I, I have, have to say to is this funny. Story. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hear this story, and I'm like, no, I don't have to. I don't right. have to at all. Last thing about phone calls, though. Is have you ever noticed that, uh, and this is going to make, make some people mad, um, almost all the females that I ever talk to on the phone, like phone calls, they, they none of them know how to hang up. They're like, baby, just put in your credit card number, and we can keep this conversation yeah. rolling. yeah. Like, I mean, they oh, never hang up. I mean, my mom, my wife, um, maybe my sister if I have a call her. If I talk to a female on the phone, I go, all right, cool. 7.30 is dinner. Great. I'll see you then. Awesome. And if I have it on the Bluetooth, like in the car, it, I just hear what they're doing <laughs> for two or three minutes. They just leave Not the once in a while, every time. They just assume when they're done talking, like, 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 like your wife, assuming everybody will be fine if she snores. Everything will work itself out if she parks too close to the car door. And she opens expects it. you do the hang-up part of it. She, this is the thing about beautiful women, man. And, and most of the women are are beautiful, right? So, so, so in our circles, how many, how many for the purposes women you know? of this argument? I don't know any. We'll go with that. I don't know any. But, like, this is the problem. I mean, all the women I know, yes. But. Yeah, of course, yeah. 
Um, they just have gotten so used to somebody will fix it. Somebody will handle it. So like you go, all right, cool. Five o'clock. I'll see you there. I'll pick up the kids and meet you there. And you just hear click, click, somebody fumbling in their purse. Like, like, like you're supposed to take care of that. I'm done talking. This phone, a magical hand should come out, take this phone from me, put it in my purse, do my makeup, like while I'm driving. It's so weird. My, we used it's to gotta have a be a subconscious joke. thing. With my mom, she's just old and doesn't know how to use phones. My grandma would do the same thing, and, and my mom does it sometimes too, where it's not necessarily that the phone will just be an open line. They'll just hang up without saying goodbye. Like my grandma would. I, would I respect say, that. Hey, grandma, uh, I, so I'll be by Sunday, and she'll go, okay, all right. And then click, and not <laughs> goodbye. And I call I her back, and that. I go, grandma. Yes, he didn't say goodbye. Okay, all right, and then <laughs> click again. Like she's okay, like, I'm right. not going to either. I don't know what to tell you. And it wasn't like one of those things where it's like I don't say goodbye. I just say I'll see you later. She just was like, I don't have time for that. With the conversation's over, why do we need to let's not put labels on this? I'm just hanging up the phone on you. I know definitely my wife and my mom. Every time I get off the phone with them, and it's just like, okay, cool, see you later. All right. And eventually I hear her go like, Dexter, put your shirt on. I'm like, why? <laughs> Just hit the button. And I know if I hit the button, it fixes the problem. But now I'm dug in. I'm like, no, you hit the button. That's why I call back. I do the follow-up call back to complain. Just hang up yourself. I then th- call back and be like, hey, you didn't hang up the phone. I feel like I, I give the impression I'm a lot to deal with. It's just <laughs> I, I think that that's just a, a character of, of the truth. I don't yeah. know if that's true. If I give the impression that I'm a prick, it's... <laughs> probably fairly accurate that is episode 243 of the podcast we will see you next time later